every creative has their own voice. It's powerful, it's unique, and it's yours because you found it. This is a podcast for creatives to be themselves. Now, let's be honest. Sometimes we can't hear our own voice because the voices of others seem louder than ours. This is a safe space where you can be the voice. I am your host, Michelle Unveiled, and I want to thank you for tuning in to Be The Voice. Today we have a poet. She's an actress, full-figured model, humanitarian, educator, and she's not your typical spoken word artist. She's a trendsetter, testing time and changing its direction. It is my pleasure to introduce Poet Goddess B. Good morning. Good morning. How you doing, Goddess B? I'm doing fine. Wow, it is such a pleasure to have this time with you again. We were seemed like just yesterday we were at the Creative Connection Conference in Houston. Right. And you did your thing. Let me just say that because I wasn't, that was my first time seeing you perform. So I was like, whoa, she just came out and just did the thing. Like you just, you know, you seem, I knew you was going to do it. I knew you was going to do your thing, but you, you definitely just, I was like, oh, 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 okay. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. You, you definitely (laughs) did the assignment came through. I appreciate you sharing your gifts with us. That was amazing. Well, thank you so very, very much. I really appreciate that, honey. So you do a lot. You you have um, a lot of gifts. And I know that a lot of creatives don't want to be put in a box. So I do want to, I want to start off by sharing with the listeners just how you got started on your creative journey. And then we'll just go from there. Oh, wow. Well... Um, I've, I've always had an imagination, but I was always scared to just let it be free. I I was always afraid because I'm a Capricorn. And a lot of times, a lot of the stuff that we say, people try to over talk us and say, oh no, we don't want to do that. Or because our imagination is so broad. We, we try to do, we want to do each and everything that we possibly can do. We always try to put something together, even if it doesn't make sense to everyone else and when it doesn't make sense to everyone else they tend to shine away from us and i'm like okay that's cool so what i had to do i had to create my own vision i had to create my own lane um i don't really me as a creative person like you said i don't like to be put in a box i don't like for someone to say oh you can't you can say this but you can't say that so i i started to brand my own business um about three years ago um only because i got tired of you know being stuck in a box and only being able to do what someone else was telling me to do mm-hmm. um, creating events that only someone else was like you can do that event you can't do that event you can invite this person you can't invite that person i'm like i want to do what i want to do when i want to do it and how i want to do it <laughs> um so i started um with iag productions uh, back in 2019, after being in the entertainment business um, at that moment in time for about four years. 
And at that time I was um, going into my 10 years in poetry. Um, at that time, that was, I think that was in 2000, uh, that was 2019 um, when I launched IAG Productions. And that from that moment, I um, connected with other like-minded individuals who wanted to create their own vision, that wanted to create their own dreams uh, um, and do their own thing at that, um, who wanted to build who wanted to create, who wanted to, who saw themselves doing something powerful, but didn't have a platform. I wanted to give a platform to those who wanted to create. Um, and I've been successfully able to do that for the past three years. Um, not only helping others to create their vision, but to also create my own. Wow. I love that. I love that. And so, you're also an actress, um, you're a model, you're a, uh, a humanitarian. So which came first? Did you start your brand and then you you branched out into, you know, the acting and modeling or like what, what was first? Well, first thing was poetry. I've been in poetry for now 15 years. I started doing poetry back in 2008 after... Um, uh, my poetry after my um, a bear mom um, had she she me and her got connected. I was dating her son in high school, um, and she took her children out on a date uh, to a poetry cafe for Valentine's Day. Oh, um, high school, and I was looking at the artists on stage. I was looking at the people. I was looking at the poets: Marie Brown, Savannah Blue, Rain the poet. It was so many equality. All these people um, was coming on stage, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I never saw poetry in that way. I was kind of like how you were. I was like, yeah. "Oh my gosh!" I've never seen poetry like this. And then, uh, and then she got on stage, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> "I looked at him like she does poetry." Right? <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, my mama do poetry." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" So afterward, <clears throat> sorry. But after that, I was like, oh, my gosh, Mama Funches, I want to do what you're doing. She like, you want to do what I do? I'm like, yeah. She's like, okay, well, I'm going to take you underneath my wing. I'm going to teach you the ropes. I'm going to teach you what I, I'm going to teach you how to perform. At that moment in time, I take a note that before that moment, I was already starting to write poetry. Um, I was in. I, I was put into anger management. I'm not an I'm not an angry person. I was more so depressed, and mm -hmm. I did not know how to channel that. And my mentor in the class, she inspired me to write. Um, so at that moment in time, I was writing out how I was feeling, and I was putting in. And, and she was like, "I'm putting this in a poetic form." So I started writing poetry in high school, but. I didn't start performing it until college when Ajali the Poet, my my now not just my band mom, but poetry mom too. Um, she actually encouraged me to just keep moving and teaching me how to transition my emotions into poetry and releasing it on stage. Because of that, us as African-Americans, we're not... Um, Incur when we wasn't always encouraged to get help. 
um, going to a counselor or a psychologist or something like that. We wasn't encouraged about mental health. Mm-hmm. So I allow poetry to be my therapist. I allow poetry to heal me. I allow poetry to give me a newfound mind, give me a brand new start in life. I allow poetry to do that, um, which is the reason why right now I'm um, in the works of writing my very first poetry book um, called Poetry, How My Life Stories, How Poetry Saved My Life. Um, So it it really just encouraged me um, to just go forward. And from there, um, Jolly the Poet, me and her, we had stopped talking for a long time. Um, only because we was kind of, I was in school, she was working all the time, and I wasn't with her son anymore. So um, we didn't talk for a minute. And but back in 2012, she contacted me out of nowhere. And she was mm. like, hey, Fee, how you been? I'm like, I've been good. <laughs> and I, she's like, I need your help. I said, I'm here for you. What's going on? She's like, I want to put together a poetic skit in Dallas, but I don't know any Houston poets, really. And I said, oh, okay, well, I I can help with that. You know, I'm still in poetry. And she's like, okay, cool. So I was helping her put together a poetic skit and get different poets. Of course, I was going to be a part of it, but I've never acted at that moment in time. I was just a poet. I was just a performance poet. Um, at that time, I was just doing open mics. Um, and that was back in 2012. So between 2008 and 2012, I was just doing open mics and performing at school on t- at Texas Southern University. Um, and from at that moment, when I started to, I reached out to my poetry mentor at TSU, Nef- I mean, Nefertari Raven. We called her Mama Nef. And I said, hey, I need your help getting some poets for to do a poetic skit in Dallas. She's like, oh, yes, I got you. So we connected to the other team, my other team members. Um, I was a part of a poetry company um, cr- um, crew at TSU called um, Poetry and Politics. Um, so we connected with um, uh, what's her name? Um, Black uh, um, the um, I can't think of their sweetest black and queen. Well, neither one of them was available. So Mama Neff reached out to some people she know knew, which was um, my my wonderful poetry sister um, to die for, and then to die for reached out to Rain the poet. Wow. From there, we started this crew called po, uh, Poetry. We did poetic stage plays. We wrote our own plays. What? Uh, right? We wrote our own plays. We directed it ourselves. We marketed it ourselves. We put it out there ourselves. So that means we made all the money back from it because we did it all ourselves. Um, and that so that was the next step. It went from poetry to acting. Poetic acting. I um, love that. Um, and after that, I was, I started working with a, a crew after that, like we was doing that from 2012 to 2013. Well, we still do it today, but we slowed down in 2013. Um, after, at that moment, I think we was at six plays, um, by 2013. <laughs> um, 
And then I started working with a company, uh, just trying to develop me as an actual professional poet. Um, I started working with a crew called 2K um, Comedy, 2K Enterprises, um, where I was the entertainment assistant for the com- uh, for the comedy team. Um, and uh, when um, I got put into that, I, the guy who is over 2K comedy and over 2K enterprise, he was like, he like, you have a talent in poetry. Um, I would like for you to help me brand the poetry side of this. Um, so when he did that, I was like, okay, this is cool. I can, I can do this. But that also meant I had to put together events. I had to put together all these different things, but I didn't. And, and he helped me along the way with doing this. But in the midst of doing this, he would have to have a lot of creative control over how the events would go. And me being the person I am, I'm like, you know, if I have, I'm putting it together this event, then, and if I do it all by myself, then I'm like, why do I really need someone else to put their two cent in and they're not <laughs> adding to it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so right. I, I was at, um, going towards the end of um, the process by 2018. I started taking a lot of leap of faiths and I um, was allowing God to just lead me in, in the direction he wanted me to go in. Where um, out, of, out of nowhere, um, it was back in August. Uh, no, it was back in May of 2018 where the guy over the company um, said, I want to get, I, I want to, um, he like, I want to help you with, with 2k poetry. And I was like, okay, cool. He's like, I want to, um, I'd rather you be the leading artist and have an, um, and have another vice president. And I'm like, Hmm, what does, and I someone, so what does that entails? And he's like, well, they're going to, um, you know, they're going to make sure they're going to see, oh, they're going to look over your events. And, and help you with with ticket sales. I'm like, I'm like, it sounds as if you're trying to have someone else put together my events and have some kind of creative control over them. And he's like, well, I mean, I don't want you to see it that way. I'm like, but that's how mm. it's been. Yeah. And, and I'm like, so basically you're demoting me from the vice president position, putting someone else in that position and putting, bringing me down to a leading artist. I was like, with that being said, I'm like, I do way too many. I, I'm like, you do realize every single event was created by me. So there's no one who can come in over me and tell me you can't do this. You can't do that. And he's like, so what you rather do? I'm like, if you're going to demote me, I'd rather just leave. Mm-hmm. And when I left, I ain't gonna cry. Lie, I cried because I was like, "What am I about to do now?" And the guy that I was talking to at that moment in time, we was talking since we met back in 2012. Uh, the guy that I was talking to, he told me, "You've been talking about IAG Productions forever. You've been talking about doing your own thing, doing creating your own vision, doing your own shows. I have no one over you. This is the time to do it. Why are you crying? Don't cry over spilt milk because of the fact that all you're going to have to do is clean it up. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. He was like, 
just go for it. This is the time. He's like, if you trust God the way you say you trust God, do what you have to do. Take that leap of faith. He gave me an, an analogy um, that he heard from Steve Harvey about the burnt, about um, taking a leap of faith. Mm -hmm. And, but he added on some stuff to it. He says, you're in this big building and it's burning down. You can either go out the front, you can either go out the main door, but there's fire at that door. Or you can trust God and jump out this window. I was like, huh. I was like, okay. I'm like, I, I might have to jump out this window, but what happens when I jump out this window? He says, you're going to get some cuts. You're going to get some bruises. You're going to bump your head against some buildings. You, It's not going to be an easy fall. Mm -hmm. But you are going to land. And if you trust God, God is going to pick you up at the end. You're going to be hurt. You're going to be damaged. You're going to need some medical attention and everything. But you would have made it. Wow, that's that's powerful. And you know what? That's so that's interesting because think about those two options, right? Yeah. We want to be comfortable. <laughs> we we don't want to feel that that discomfort. And so in that moment, that's that's a hard decision for people. Cuz you're like, okay, you're thinking about all the what ifs. <laughs> you you're thinking about all the what ifs, but but yeah, that that is really powerful right yeah wow and you yeah. made it right and and i still say it's not easy it's not easy um doing what i do you know because from there I, I i had to become my own brand i had to become my own um i had to become my i had to, i had to become my own business with my own salesperson um which allowed me to get into modeling because I had to model myself. I had to model my brand. I had to model what it is that I bring to the table. So I had to brand Poet Goddess Feet. I had to brand IAG Productions. I had to brand Goddess Affair. I had to brand all the stuff about me that makes me who I am. And from that moment, other people was like, I want you to walk for me. Um, shout out to my friend Lady K, who she is the first black owned um, um, bridal uh, plus size bridal line in the city of Houston. So, hey, nice black business everywhere. And she was like, I want you to be my brand ambassador. I'm like, cool. Um, I, I, um, uh, and from I also, I was, I wanted to help other people too with getting into the industry of modeling um who didn't feel like they was meant to be a model i didn't feel like a model i didn't i don't i didn't know i had what it took but i always watch america's next time model but i was mm -hmm. like i felt like i had missed my shot because i didn't start modeling until i was in my close to my 30s and model years that's old <laughs> well yeah so me doing what I do, I was like, I'm not, I always tell people, like, if you're going to start modeling at a at an older age, you have to have a purpose for it. Because the younger models, they're out here doing each and everything. There's no limits. But us as older models, they're like, so 
are you a brand ambassador? Are you willing to do this advertisement? Can you do that? Can you? So I, I had to figure out my lane and the fact that I'm not a boutique model. That's another thing that was against me. The fact that I'm African-American, that was another thing that was against me. So it was so many different things against me, especially within the modeling world. So I had to really dig in deep and figure out what was my purpose? What was my plan? What do I expect to get out of this? And I was like, how is people going to see me? And I was like, you know what? Why don't I keep on promoting myself and keep on putting myself out there, keep on doing photo shoots? And they're like, what are you doing this photo shoot for? I'm like, for Poet Goddess Feet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I created my own jury line. Goddess Affair Jury, Sultan Affair Jury, um, Little Goddess Affair Jury and Accessories. Like I do absolutely everything. I try to make sure that there's nothing that I can't do. Marketing, promoting, uh, event coordinate. Like it's a list of things that I do, but it's only because, <clears throat> it's only because I know that if I don't do it, someone else can. And I don't want nobody else to make the money that I need to make. Right, right. Right. I know that's right. Now, when you were talking about the modeling, because I, I really see an area of opportunity for young women who have confidence issues. Um, I think that modeling could be a great way to, you know, boost their confidence and just really help with just their identity. You know, of mm -hmm. course, we're in this world with social media and they're comparing themselves to their peers and reality TV and what they see, which we know is not always real, right? But getting them to be comfortable in their own skin, I see this as an opportunity to coach young ladies to really, you know, when you talk about doing it for a purpose, well, that purpose is for you. Yeah. You know, so that you can feel good about who you are and that, you know, you don't need a necessarily a platform to showcase that, but just being comfortable in your own skin. Oh, yes. Um, that and, and that brought me to my mentoring program, Artistically Royal, um, for um, girls between the eight or girls and boys between the ages of four years old all the way up until 18. Um, and then after that, they get to transition into either, um, goddess affair, uh, models or Sultan affair models. Um, but, um, I do have the mentoring program artistically Royal and it's basically teaching our youth how to transition their emotions into forms of art, whatever art form it is. What if they want to, like I have right now, um, a young model that I'm working with, she's She's about to turn five on Tuesday. Um, so with her, she um, she she was like, I saw in her at two years old. She's one of the students in my classroom. I saw in her at two years old, this undeniable personality and talent. And I was like, oh, wow. I just told her, to, I just said, all right, I'm about to come and take pictures. Every time she saw the camera, she posed for it. And I was like, oh, ready. And, and, you know, from that, I was like, wow. So when she, um, I was getting ready to launch uh, my jury line at my friend's uh, fashion show, Chunky Larger Than Life uh, fashion show this year. And I've been encouraged to go ahead and launch it and put my jury on the runway. And, you know, so I was like, well, if I'm going to do that, I want to launch all of it. 
goddess affair, Sultan affair, little goddess affair. And I was like, but I need a brand ambassador for little goddess affair. And I was like, I had the right one in mind. I was like, I was like, um, Miss Jamie, can I can I use your daughter right quick for this fashion show? And she's like, huh, why not? And and from that, Sky Simone. I'm teaching basically I show her the whole all the ropes because she's like a little protege of me. Like, so I'm like, well, let me show you the ropes, like someone did with me. They Mama Funches took me underneath her wing, showed me the ropes. And from that, I was able to do everything I'm doing right now. So I was like, well, let me encourage someone else. Let me encourage a little young one who is growing up right now. And I'm like, let me get her started. So I've been showing, I've been teaching her how to walk and how to pose. She, right now she's getting ready to do her second fashion show. Um, she's done a photo, she done a photo shoot and she's only four about to turn five. I'm like, she done all this before. It's a lot of kids who, it's a lot of adults who haven't done as much as she's doing. Wow. So I love, I love my youth and I just want to encourage them any way possible. I love that so much. You know, you're like, you're like the master creativity coach. <laughs> like this right. is, this is amazing because, you know, there's so many skills. There's the soft skills, right? And you're helping them level up on their communication skills, their confidence. You're allowing them to, you know, you're not shoving the ideas down, you know, in their face. You're letting them come outside and develop those skills on their own just by bringing out the gifts that they already have. That's oh, yeah. so exciting. I, I love that so much. I mean... What what type of advice would you give a creative who, you know, maybe they come from a family who they, they can't really afford to take piano lessons or, you know, they don't necessarily have that one thing that they feel like they're good at? What How do you tell them to, what type of advice do you give to help them just discover some of their creative abilities? Well... Um, first thing I'll say is believe in yourself no matter what. Um, pray daily. You you want to me personally, I encourage a child to pray all the time. And, and 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 I encourage them to use what God has given them. If they feel like there's a talent, then honestly, me personally, if I don't know how to do something, I go to YouTube. I Google it. If you can't do something, Google it. There's like if you like you were saying piano lessons if you're trying to get into piano lessons but you can't afford a piano lesson facebook it ask a friend know a friend hey do you know a friend who knows how to play the piano if he, if do i have any friends who can play the piano and who can help me teach my daughter how to play the piano something like that asking questions always help um and when it comes down to a child I give words of affirmation all the time to my kids. I, I, I we do chants, just, just building up that self-esteem. A lot of times a child doesn't have the self-esteem or they haven't developed it yet. And when they're at home, a lot of the parents are so stressed out because they got to work, they got to go to school, you know, they dealing with life. So me as a teacher, my job is to educate, to encourage you 
to educate you and encourage you to help you to get to where you're trying to get to in life. My main goal is to make sure that you are excelling in each and everything a part of your life. So when it comes down to a child, that's exactly what I try to do. Um, the same way as it was for me, it took someone believing in me. It teach it, it took someone saying, Hey, I want to give you your start. If you have a platform, use your platform to encourage someone young, you know, give them that idea. And they say, I want to do this. Cool. Let's jump into it. I want to sell cool cups. Cool. Let's learn how to make it. Yes. <laughs> To learn how to make these things. I teach kids how to be their own brand, how to be their own business person. Like with Sky Simone, for example. She said, I want to do a podcast. I said, Cool. You love me on your on your mama's cell phone, anyways. Let's go ahead. <laughs> let's do it. And and let's get I'm like, and what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna teach you how to talk. She loved mm-hmm. she I'm like, so what would you I asked, I said, so what what kind of what would you ask uh, uh someone you're interviewing? She like, um, how old are you? I said, perfect. You're four. You're about to turn five. That's a perfect question. <laughs> All you're doing is asking questions and, and getting them open. And I'm like, you ask, how are they doing? You ask, so what is it that all the little questions that kids ask, ask those questions. And she's like, okay, really? That's all you're doing? I'm like, yeah, that's all we do anyways. <laughs> yeah. So, just encouraging them to talk and, and being okay with talking, mm-hmm. you know, using those vocabulary words. I love to teach children vo- different vocabulary words that most kids their age don't even know. Like how many kids do you know that will sit up there and come out? I need to go defecate. <laughs> right. Right. Or I need to urinate, not the regular words that most kids. Right. Speak. Right. You have a little, and she's about to go to kindergarten going, I need to urinate. Like I probably feel like all the kids going to look like, urinate (laughs) (laughs) so it's just like encouraging to use bigger words that they're not familiar with using getting them open and saying hey i can do this why because my not only do my teacher believes in me but now i believe in me too uh when i asked uh, i asked her i asked my children every day i said what's one thing that describes you if they give me, I'm like, I taught them at one point in time. The first thing I taught them was great. I, I feel great right now. Or one thing that describes me, I'm smart. Mm-hmm. I'm beautiful. I'm intelligent. I'm loving. I'm caring. I'm giving. I'm teaching them these words. And then we, I give them the definition behind it. Because yeah. when I was a child, my mom was my, if you don't know what it means, why are you saying it? Okay. I got you. So mm-hmm. I'm teaching kids. I'm like, not only are you going to know the word, but you're going to know the definition behind it. Just like they use this word annoy. I'm like, do you even know what annoy means? They're like, uh, no. I'm like, it means to bother. <laughs> <laughs> so now when they, I was telling my kids in the classroom, I, um, I was like, I do this thing with them where after we finish playing outside, before we get ready to transition inside, I gather them all together. I said, Miss Felicia got a secret to tell you. And then I said, my secret is I love each and every one of you, 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 and you. And they're like, what about that? What about him over there? I said, I love him too. She's like, and and my kids are very smart. They probably like, they always end up saying, but doesn't he 
annoy you? I was like, <laughs> no, no, he doesn't. I'm like, just because y'all don't do everything Miss Felicia tells you to do does not mean I do not love you. And she's like, but you said he bothers you sometime. I'm like, uh-huh. She's like, that means annoy. I'm like, <laughs> Oh, these like, kids, these kids. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh well, you God. definitely have a calling on your life. I, I love your passion. Um, not just for the youth and, and everything that God has called you to do, you know. Right. Well, you know, I was just talking to another creative the other day, um, who was having some hard times, and I said, you know what, you can use those gifts in the marketplace. You can use those gifts when you at the grocery store at Walmart going through the, through the aisle, you never know, you know? And so I just love that. Uh, I mean, even this morning you have just lit a fire under me, <laughs> like, like, Whoa, wait a minute, because this is, you're not sitting on those gifts and that, and you can't, you can't. And I just really appreciate what you're doing. And all that you're doing. I know we got to talk about this event in Houston next month. Um, So, cause that sounds like something. I got some questions. Okay. I I got got some questions. Let me get the book for it though. Hold on one second. Here we go. Oh, yes. Okay. Right here. Okay. Okay. So tell me how this all came about. Lord Jesus. Okay, so this is a complete shift. Well, not completely, but slight shift uh, from everything that I I do as of lately. A lot of people know me from putting together some powerful events, revolutionary, uh, power to the people events. You know, I work with congressmen and I I do inspirational events. I'm a survivor seminar, all those. Well... I was on TikTok last, I got on TikTok last year and I'm just going down and just seeing everybody's videos and stuff. And then this guy, he started talking about Capricorns. Well, I'm a Capricorn. And he was talking about how we are in relationships and in the bedroom, right? (laughs) So I was like, oh my, well, that sounds a lot like me. Yes. And then afterward, he says, if you like what I just said, go buy the book. Go, the uh, link is in the um, in my bio. I was like, oh, well, let me check into that. By that, I never, never like to buy stuff online because stuff comes out to be a scam and stuff. But yeah, I'm tired. And I was like, let me see what this book is about. So I went to his page, www.ratedrantsworld.com. Well, the reason why I'm promoting it because everything is on the link right now. So I was like, okay, well, let me go to it. And I saw his page. I, was, I started reading about him first. And then I saw the book. Room 918. This book is... Jeez. <laughs> Room 918. Okay. I bought the book. I got the book in two weeks. And I was like, wow, this book is... I don't like to read. Unless it's my writings or what I actually want to read. But I don't really like to read chapter books. Um, but when I st- so I read the begin, I read the back first. Then I read the 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 intro because if the intro gets my attention, I'm hooked. 
I started reading the intro and I just could not put the book down. The book. Well, is give so us a little sample now. You got me curious now. Look, okay. Okay. <laughs> give me a little taste. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna read the back of the book first. All right, you know, go like, ahead. Give us, give us a little something, something. Room nine eighteen. What does I do mean to you? To Marcellus, it means sacrifice, commitment, dedication, unconditional love, and lust. Janet and Marcellus is newlyweds, are newlyweds, couple preparing for their one-year anniversary. Being a great husband is a choice that you have to make repeatedly. And for one week, it's the hardest choice that Marcellus ever had to make. Hmm. Dang, well, that's a tease. <laughs> right. Now, I'm I'm gonna make I'm I'm put it like this. This this part of the book. This is the I'm only gonna read this part of it. It's very. It's rated red. Okay, it's it's not for if if there's children listening. Oh, well, maybe I mean, since the first part of this show was for the youth, maybe we'll just hold hold that. <laughs> right? No, we're gonna, we're we, gonna want the, we want the kids to listen to this episode, so we'll just, right. you know. So we're going we're gonna to put a pause on that. We we'll put a pause. Do something like a, 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 a X-rated one or something for the adults only. Right. We got to have a part two. <laughs> we got to have a part two because, no. I saw the coach that is going to be partnering with this, and I, I got some questions for that coach. So oh, we gonna have event. I need to have you in the building. Okay. Yes, come because we're gonna be answering. Um, I put it like this on May thirteenth. Um, he's gonna be doing the release of part two of this book. And he um, he will do a book signing, a meet and greet mixer. You can ask your questions. It is open to couples. So he's um, giving advice to couples and as well as he'll be doing some couple games and things of that nature. We're trying to get 10 couples um, to, to get into this um, right now for this weekend only. We're doing a discounted, um, we're doing discounted tickets for 20 25% off of your ticket no matter which oh. ticket it is um so it, and it's only for this weekend only ticket sales in to i mean the sale ends tomorrow promo code ends tomorrow ticket sales are still going to be on sale but not at the discounted not at that much of a discounted rate um so i want to encourage everyone um to get your tickets, go to www.ratedredsworld.com. Read about the coach. Look at some of his podcasts. Um, it's the because that first day is open to couples, and he's going to be yeah. giving that those exercises. We'll have a live DJ meal ticket, tick, a meal ticket and drink ticket included. Um, you get a raffle ticket to either win a swag bag or to um, or to um, get an or get a discounted or get a um, raffle ticket to a one-on-one um, tick uh, raffle ticket to the uh, the the uh, main event on that. Now, Saturday. what is the date for this? This is going to be May thirteenth and May fourteenth. I mean, it's a okay. two-day it's a two-day event. Um, the first day, like I said, is the meet and greet. 
um, is to get, you know, to introduce to get introduced to the pleasure coach. Um, and then that Saturday, uh, we'll be having a brunch that afternoon. Um, and then that evening we'll have the main event, um, because we have children who's watching this. I, I'm not going to say what the name of the main event is, but we'll be having the main event that evening. Um, so if you like more information, just let me know, inbox me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all those great, beautiful things. Um, and we're going to get you the information that you need so that you can be in attendance. Uh, listen, because I got my calendar out right now. <laughs> I have uh, some some friends in Houston and also some couples here in Austin that would probably want to go. This sounds like a okay. great event. Oh, well, we need to do a part two to this little... Um, to this, yes, uh, we do. Yes, we do. <laughs> Girl, I'm so glad we had this time. You know, I've been doing these coffee chats. And um, what I love about the coffee chats, um, I mean, it's, it's, it's like the other interviews, right? But, you know, this podcast is for creatives to just really have that safe space to just be who they are, you know? And yes. so, like I said, I don't really... I don't have my interview questions prepared for every interview. I just kind of have an organic conversation. And so you never know what comes out of these coffee chats, you know, and, but whatever comes out was supposed to come out, you know, yeah. and, and that's just kind of how it works. That's how it's been going. And I love that time. And it kind of helps me have an escape because I'm just like work, 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 work all the time. So it's refreshing to be able to connect with other women who just have that same vision, have the same goals and just doing their thing. And I celebrate you. I'm, I'm really excited and I want to support you. And we'll definitely have to talk offline on how to get those tickets. <laughs> yes. Yay. Yes, yes, yes. Well, before I let you go, please do share with the listeners how we can follow you on your journey and support some of the things that you're doing. Most definitely. Um, if you would like to support me um, within what I'm doing with IAG Productions or anything that I'm doing, because um, there is a lot, um, you can follow me on Facebook um, at Felicia, that's F-E-L-I-C-I-A, Chantel, S-H-A-N-T-E-L-L. Or you can follow me on Instagram at I-A-G, that's I am goddess, I-A-G, underscore productions. Um, or you can follow me on TikTok at Goddess Feed, G-Zero-D-D-3-S-S-F-3. Um, but follow me. Um, you can see me on YouTube. You want to check out some of my videos. Um, Felicia Chantel, Poet Goddess Feed. Um, just type it in the search engine. You can Google me too. You can Google me, IAG. If you ever heard me perform or anything, just... Leave some reviews. Let people know. Let people know. If you like this interview, let people know. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, you might be getting a call from um, Bella Michelle, my daughter, <laughs> who's uh, a little creative. Uh, she she loves to do a lot of things. She's actually just Yay. in that self-discovery phase. She loves fashion. She makes her oh, dog clothes. She yeah, she designs the clothes. She likes to sing. She um, likes to write. She, I mean, I just there. I, I don't even know which direction, but I'm like, you can do it all. <laughs> you don't have to choose one. This summer, um, 
my my mentoring program um artistically royal i found a partnering um venue so i'll be i'll be i'm trying to put together a summer workshop um of artistically royal my main day will be um on the 5th of august um at the un um oh not the unforgettable um at the um outpouring church outpouring missionary um international ministries out in rosenberg um we'll be doing a kids block party uh we'll be doing vision boarding um and we'll be talking to some other create um the children will be able to talk to us as us as mentors and um get some get information on what they can do you know fill one with someone else a lot of times when it comes down to children is that you know they they love being around their mamas and daddies they you know they're always around their parents yeah. but they don't really they they it's certain things that keep hitting and how do i notice because i was that child mm-hmm. i keep a lot of stuff hidden from my parents because my as a child we don't want to upset our parents or make them feel That's right like, we don't want to see them cry so we keep stuff to ourselves a lot and we don't really have no one an, an, an actual outlet yeah so i create that safe place for children to have an outlet to be free so when i and i allow other teachers and mentors i'm like allow that child to be free around you if she wants mm-hmm. to say this happened that happened and the other Everything that this child says, as long as it's not harmful, is <laughs> yeah, let her express herself. It's confidential, and you teach her how to transition that into her writing, how to transition that into her to her painting. Teach her like I love painting, I, and 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 no, I don't do it professionally. I do it for my own personal uses. Right, right. I'll, I'll go to the dollar store in a heartbeat. Go buy some dollar paint. I'll put it on on to. Um, a, a little board and I might just pick up the paint and just throw it at the canvas because I'm like, this is how I feel right now. I'm mad. I'm just throwing it. Or I <laughs> might go get a paintbrush and I'll just kind of just do this because I'm like, I feel happy right now. I feel calm. I don't feel like anything. Is, I just feel calm. So it, however I feel, I just, I, I let mm-hmm. it go and I teach children. I'm like, it's okay. I teach them different ways of how to paint, different ways of how to, different things they can paint with, you know, and, and I don't let it, like I said, I don't let it be any kind of way. I just like, be free, be who you are. Enjoy yeah. life. Be a child as long as you can. Cause trust me, it's not as cracked up as big as when you get to be my age and older. <laughs> yes. Yes. That is so true. Wow. Woo, wow. Well, it has been, this has been a great conversation. Thank you so much for sharing your gifts with us. Until next time. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to follow me on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And remember, you are the voice.